Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown. And today I am joined by Tom Collier from Hell Acids. I'm the founder, lead vocalist, and lead guitarist for the band. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about your band and where you drew your inspirations from? Sure. Well, we're from the United States. You know, we're in Syracuse, New York area. And uh, obviously inspired by Randy Rhodes, Black Sabbath. I mean, Judas Priest, all those guys, ACDC. You know, we're just a straight ahead rock band. And yeah. we've been around since the 80s. And uh, our new album is just doing incredible here. And around the world, we're just very, very excited about our new album called Great American Rock. You know? Yeah, I was listening to it last night, mate. I was getting into it. It's proper, proper rock. It's wicked. Yeah. I love it. Um, well, Held Hostage is a really cool name. What others did you consider then? And why was that the winner? That's always been the, that's always been the name from day one has been Held Hostage. The name I came up with, and that's what it's always been since the 80s. <laughs> Excellent. I've only played in one band in my life, Held Hostage. Really? <laughs> For over 40 years, yeah. Wow. <laughs> my god so when did how the hostages start when in the 80s yeah 1984 is when we first started playing shows so it's been around was, a long time yeah i was 14 years old then <laughs> <laughs> we actually started in 1980 but we really weren't that good wow. we playing live so yeah we yeah, started yeah. out in the back of an old my pickup truck and yeah. it was winter time here snow we didn't have any heat we had no place to rehearse so we would hit a little cap on my truck and we'd play the guitars till they go out of tune and we'd warm our hands up <laughs> then we went to a slaughterhouse, a pig slaughterhouse. Wow. We were happy because it was warm in there. Yeah. And then uh, we ended up moving to a one-room schoolhouse, and we still rehearse there 35 years later. I bought the schoolhouse, and the band rehearses there to this day. That's so cool. Really, yeah. that's cool. Excellent. So I understand you're due to play a benefit show with Ripper Owens. Can you tell us a little bit about that, please? Yeah. So in, in um, end of July this year, um, Eastern Kentucky was devastated by floods. I mean, these people had lived there for 200 years. The family properties were passed down. There was no insurance or anything. They were just wiped out. You know, and these kids, they've got nothing out there. And it's one of the poorest counties in the United States. And uh, they reached out to me and they asked if we would help. We've raised money for lots of, lots of things. And so I called Ripper Owens and Ripper said he would come help. Ripper is actually on his way to Australia. He'll be back two days before the show. He's out on tour. He just left, uh, Spain. He was in Spain and Portugal doing concerts, and he's he'll be touring the month in Australia. Then he comes home two days prior, and he'll be singing with us in uh, Kentucky. It's an exciting show for us. Ripper's a great guy, you know. I mean, his story of from cover band to Judas Priest and Ingve Malmsteen, Ice Earth. I mean, the guy's a legend. He is absolute legend, and he features on some of the tracks, doesn't he, on your album? Is that right? Yeah. So he's on ten of the songs. He's he sang 10 out of the 12 of the songs on there. Um, just a Ripper and I worked on my previous album right before COVID hit. Ripper sang my whole album, Epic. And that was right. that was selling like mad. And then, you know, obviously the whole world shut down. We were setting up tours and everything. And uh, well, it's not been the same since. <laughs> oh, it hasn't. It hasn't. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're lucky we're drawing a lot of people still, but some of the bands are having problems getting people back out there. You know, a lot of really? people aren't going out like they should be, like we think. But, right. You know, we're, we're doing very well. And uh, we yeah. just we just did a show with Ripper three weeks ago here in New York before. He, <laughs> and then he, like I said, and he left for Spain. You know, But uh, he's just a great guy and he's a great singer. And he's one of the best guys to work with I've ever worked with in music. You know, really? about this, about suicide prevention. That's quite, I was quite interested in in that you really do a lot for that as well, don't you? Yes, we do. So, you know, the reason 
I wrote that song was because we had, you know, a few former members of the band actually committed suicide and uh, none of us seen the signs with these guys. One of them came on, visited me the night before he did it, spent the night. I had no clue. I mean, hugged me in the morning, said, hey, take care. And, uh, and he, his daughter called me at like 1030 in the morning and said that he had committed suicide. I was like, yeah, be kidding. He was just here. We had coffee. You can never tell. And so I wanted to write that song. And just a quick story about that song. I wrote it on a Friday night. I finished writing the song on Saturday morning. I get a phone call from this woman and she says, I'm looking for Tom Collier from Held Hostage. And I said, this is Tom. She goes, well, I understand you guys are into helping people and doing benefit concerts. She says, I'm Joanne Longley. I'm from the Suicide Hotline. We're doing a concert this year for suicide prevention and awareness. I said, you got to be kidding me. Last night, I wrote a song called Rise about suicide. And the yeah. next morning, she called me. So we helped her out. We, we headlined the concert. It was very successful. We were very happy to do that for her. So obviously, you've been going along quite a long time. Um, so what would you say has been the most memorable show that you've played ever? I, well, there's been a lot of them, but one of my favorite shows, I mean, from, we played some tiny places that you had a blast, but we were out... Uh, uh, 2019, we were out in California, and we were with Metal Allegiance, and that was when Dave Ellison was with them, Dora, everybody, you know, yeah. Chuck Billy, uh, Mike Portnoy, all wow. those guys. And so they, we went out there to do a show with them. Nobody really knew who we are. We're on the West Coast. You know, we were great, very popular on the East Coast. And um, I remember sitting down, and like Dave Ellison walks in my dressing room and just sits down next to me and starts talking to me, just the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. And he says, I'm really looking forward to hearing you guys. I've heard good things. So we go out and play the show. I'll never forget, there was 40 of the people from Metal Allegiance. It started off with Dave walking the side stage and then see Dora over there. By the end of our show, all those guys were cheering us on. They were screaming and yelling for the band. We came off stage. They were high-fiving us. Just the nicest guy. It was really, it was quite a feeling to walk off from, you know, people like that and say, you guys were one of the best bands we'd ever seen. Just love what you guys stand for, you know? That's brilliant. Yeah, he's a, he's a top guy, David, actually. He really is. Oh. He's a great guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that guy. Very nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so what would you say is the most precious two albums you own? The most precious two albums? Well, I would... Um... <laughs> Montrose. <laughs> Montrose. Ronnie Montrose. The Montrose album with Sammy Hagar. You know, Rock Candy. That's one of my favorite albums there. And actually, Ted Nugent, the Cat Scratch Fever album is a pretty, pretty impressive one. And I would also say Ross the Boss. He's a good friend of mine. And Ross the Boss's oh. album is uh, just a Born of Fire. It was just a great album. And it didn't get the play it should have gotten. He released that right before COVID, too. Cool. So I meant to ask, actually, going back to the, the gig um, that you're going to be doing with Ripper, are you going to be doing like a live stream with that? We're, we're talking about doing live stream. We hope we can, you know. So we're, we're all going out there donating our time to make the, We're trying to raise the money. We're going to go out the day before we're going to visit the sites and, you know, and everybody we're so, and thank you for bringing this up. This is really important. Um, but we're, we, we would love to do a live stream. We're hoping the people will show up and, and just, well, these kids have nothing and we want to make sure they have the best Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, man. Still uh, really know. We don't really know a lot about with the floods and that. Well, I mean, we're sort of aware of it, but don't like, it's not like major over here. We don't, you know, and it was something that, that the United States overlooked too on these people. Really? It's, the, it's the poorest county in the in, its, in yeah. the country. So when they reached out to us, we said, we'll be there. Brilliant. Can you tell me then, what was the last song you listened to? Wow, I actually, 
I have music going in my house all the time. It was uh, Aerosmith, Dream On was just on. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you tell us why we should check out Held Hostage? Well, I think that we're just a straight ahead rock band. We have fun. We sing true to life. We're not about hate, kill, and death. We're about living, having fun, enjoying life. I mean, we're every, every song that we write is something about true to life. You know, whether it's, you know, Rise about suicide or, you know, our song Show Me the Way Back Home is for all the veterans out there. Um, you know, now we ride the bikers. The bikers have welcomed this band. I mean, they've, they've endorsed us, Bikers United. Yeah. So we're, just, we're, we're a fun band. We're a great group of guys. And we're out there to help people. We're not out there to hurt people. We're out there to help people. Cool. So when you talk about bikers, do you still have Hells Angels over there, big chapters over there? There is the Hells Angels are here. There's lots of, you know, but these people get bad raps because they're the nicest uh, guys in the world. I mean, yeah. like uh, we did a show for St. Jude's Children's Hospital that was backed by Bikers United. We raised tens of thousands of dollars for them. Yeah. And that, those biker guys are the nicest guys in the world. They're some of our best friends and yeah. they're our biggest supporters. Have you, got, have you got a trike yourself? I actually used to ride, but I, now I've moved to ATVs. <laughs> you know, I'm out <laughs> in the woods and I bought yeah. 150 acres of land. I ride my ATVs out in the woods and my friends awesome. come over and I got trails and mud. And have yeah. A yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, so if I was well, totally, totally new to held hostage, which two tracks would you say to me that introduced me to your band? The best three tracks. Okay. Um, well, I love the title track. You know, we rock hard. Yeah. The master is just a great song. And if you want to hear a little by diversity, listen to rise, you know, rise is an acoustic song. And that's a side of Ripper Owens people have never seen. Ripper is one of the most melodic singers out there. And our song Rise is just, it goes over huge. I mean, we get the whole, the whole crowd singing that when we're playing it. That's awesome. Before words to describe Held Hostage. Energy, happy, excited, helpful. Starting out in the 80s, are you glad you started out in rock rock metal music back then rather than today's crazy world? Yes, I, we had a lot of fun. We're, you know, back in the 80s, we got the tour with Man of War. We got the tour with Eddie Money. We, you know, we were out there, Benny Mardonis. We met some great people, the Google Dolls, all those guys as they were coming along. We were able to, we were able to meet with those guys and play shows with them. And it was, a, it was the best time. It really was. It really was, mate. Yeah, I remember it well. Um, I mean, Man of War, I remember when they signed their contracts in blood and everything. You just imagine that today. <laughs> well, the drummer the drummer man of war i i got the drummer he was playing with us scott columbus he yeah, was yeah. with held hostage and i heard man of war was looking for a drummer and i went over and gave joey and ross scott's number and the guys in the oh. band didn't know that scott didn't even know that and, I, <laughs> wow. and then when they found out the guys in the band were pissed off why did you give off that drummer i said he was ready for that we're just playing around having fun scott yeah. was the one guy in the band that i felt was going to make it and he did it is, yeah. stuff that you can't worry about yourselves that's what i said will our time will come right yeah. now it's his time yeah so you never fancy donning the loincloths yourself then what's that <laughs> you never fancy donning the loincloths yourself then oh yeah i have fun <laughs> <laughs> all right but okay. i don't wear that no <laughs> i did do the leather pants and the spandex back in the 80s but now i'm just you know more black jeans and up on stage rocking, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. All right, so I've got five questions now for you, either or either. So the first one: festival or small intimate gig? Oh, festivals are fun. Festivals are fun. 
Okay. Beer or pizza? Ooh, I'd have to say beer. Yeah. <laughs> vinyl or digital? Vinyl. I'm a vinyl guy. I love vinyl. In fact, the Great American Rock's coming out in vinyl in about six months. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. excellent, man. That'd be good because I love vinyl too. I'm really getting back into it. Um, saint or sinner? A little of both. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who I'm with. No? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who would you rather be stuck in a lift with, Joe Biden or Kermit the Frog? Kermit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Another one. Can you tell me what's been the most outrageous thing you've ever done in the name of metal? Or do you have to swear the fifth? Oh, gosh. It's... <laughs> I, I tell this story a lot. I mean, we got booked in a country western bar. We were a metal band coming in there in leather. And they wouldn't move the pool table for us. And so the guy says, What are we going to do? And I went to the owner, and the owner says, We'll pay. I said, We're going to get paid, right? Sure. We knew they were going to hate our music. Yeah. So I looked around and I got the drunkest guy in the bar. It was his birthday. And we got him on stage. We did two chords, C and G, like country western. Yeah. And had him just stand up there and scream like an idiot. <laughs> and the crowd was loving him. We're screaming. His name was Peanut. And we're all going, yeah, Peanut, Peanut. By the end of the night, they were Judas Priest. They were Iron Maiden. They were just jamming to us. They helped us load our gear. They loved us. That was pretty crazy because I thought they were going to trash our equipment. It could have went the other way because <laughs> they, were, yeah, they weren't going to move the pool table for us to play. <laughs> so I said, we got problems here. But, yeah, so that's probably the craziest thing I did was bring that guy on stage. Cool. Well, I'd like to say um, good luck with your uh, the thing with Ripper Owens. It sounds amazing. Hopefully you will do a live stream. Um, do you have any final words for your fans, our viewers and listeners? Yes, guys. Check out Held Hostage, and if you guys are able to help these kids, help them. You know, the Kentucky show is a big show. We're going out there. We're going to raise money for them kids. We're going to have a great time. And if anybody can donate, thank you guys. But if you can't, just check out Held Hostage. That's all.